time. It is so easy to waste time, especially today with smartphones, which are built-in time wasters that we occasionally use to make a phone call. I'm a gamer. Wasting time has been like a part of my life for a really long time. But time is precious. And the time that we have with our kids is precious. Whether you're the custodial parent or you have split time or maybe you just get a couple of hours of visitation, that time is precious. And it's important that we view it that way. And we treat it with the respect that it deserves and that God wants us to use it for. Welcome to the Single Parent Preacher. My name is Alex. Now, it's a little easier when you're the custodial parent to get complacent with time, to not value the time with our kids as much. But we're always running, 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 right? Running to daycare, running to work, running to the store, running to this, running to that, running, running, running. And we're so busy that sometimes we're so caught up and we forget to cherish the time. One of the things I've heard over and over again, they're only this age once. Cherish it. Value it. We need to reevaluate what it means to be using our time correctly for our kids. Yes, we have all of those things that we need to do. But how many times have we done something we honestly could do later? But because we did it when we did, we missed out on time to spend with our kids. Ephesians 5 talks about time a little bit. Starting at verse 15. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. This is the sort of example we are supposed to set for our children. Now, if you walked into church or walked into work and addressed people with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and were singing all the time, that's probably going to be a little strange. But to shine that light that is so focused on God for our kids to see, that's invaluable. To do that every day, all the time, that they can see that in you, that's making good use of your time. Sometimes that means you have to stop doing things. Stop being busy. Just be with your kid. I will never forget. I was 11 years old. It's almost bedtime. I went upstairs. And at the end of the hallway, there was one of those plastic basketball hoops. It was screwed into the wall above the bathroom door, but it was broken. 
So the hoop kind of hung at like a 45-degree angle. About halfway down the hallway on the right was my dad's office, and he was in there in his work uniform doing paperwork because my dad did his job for the person he worked for, and then he had his own business. So he was always working, always busy. And I went upstairs, and I got a little basketball, and I'm shooting, quote-unquote, at this basketball hoop. And I went, hey, Dad, do you want to play horse? I don't know why I asked this question, because I knew what the answer was. The answer was, I can't, I'm busy. Except that this night, the answer was, sure, bud, just let me finish this paperwork. A couple of minutes later, my dad's in the hallway, and we're shooting at this hoop. That was the night I found out my parents were getting divorced. And yeah, that story takes a real dark turn at the end. It sounds really sweet, and it takes that turn. But despite the news attached to that, I will always remember that he stopped to take time with me. I don't remember who won the game, and frankly, I don't care. He stopped to take time with me. And then my parents got divorced, and my dad had every other weekend visitation. And that's how I got saved. So let me take a few minutes and talk to those who don't have custody. Maybe you have joint, you split 50-50 time, maybe you just have a couple of hours of visitation, maybe it's supervised, maybe it's not. That time with your kids, as little as it may be, can absolutely change their lives. You may be the only source of God's light in their life. And that time is precious. I went through that time where I didn't get to see my child every day. And I made sure that when I did see him, he had all of my attention. For those few hours, for those days, there was nothing more important than him. And I wanted to show him not only that I loved him, but that God loves him too. While I visited with my dad for every other weekend, it eventually became every weekend because I got involved in the youth group and we went every week. He was never too busy for me during those weekends. So what do you do with that time? What do you do with that time when you don't have your child around? You could sit and mope. You could busy yourself with all kinds of stuff so you don't have to think about it. Or you could dig in and get closer to God and work through these things. I talked a couple of episodes ago about giving up our expectation. That it's so easy to get caught up in the way we thought our lives were going to go. That we never just engage with what our lives are now and make the best of it and find out what God wants us to do now. It's like we made a plan and then that plan fell apart. We keep trying to put the pieces of the plan back together, but it doesn't work anymore. 
James 4 puts it this way, starting at verse 13. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. I talk about this over and over again. You probably didn't plan to be a single parent. A parent, sure. Single parent, probably not. You had a plan, hopes, dreams, expectations, all of that, and it's gone. And that's awful. And it's painful. And yeah, there is grieving that has to be done. Don't bury those feelings. A good use of your time is to grieve, feel sad for the purpose of healing. And that's going to take time. But grieve it. And every day, whether you're going to get to see your child or not, whether you wake up and your child is in your house, or you wake up and you're counting the days until the next time you get to see them, God, what do you have for me to do today? How can I heal more today? How can I do something today? How can I make myself healthier? Because the longer we stay unhealthy, the worse it affects our kids. Do you spend your time with God getting healthy, getting better, improving who you are, finding who you are, so that the next time your kid sees you, you're in a better place than you were the last time? Or does seeing your child function like a switch, where when they're not around, you act like this type of person, but when they are around, you flip your my kids here switch and you act differently. Because that's just a recipe for pain. For you, for them. You're living a double life. You can't do that. It's important that we make the most all of the time that we have. Because like James says, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen to us. We don't know what will happen to anybody. We can make these plans, but these plans, they might not work out. We don't know what's going to happen. So we need to deal with today. And we can spend our days worrying about what if this, what if this, what if this. I'm going to talk about this so many times, I'm sure. What if loops will destroy you if you spend your time running through every scenario of what could have been different, feeling the anger or the guilt or the remorse or whatever though that loop causes you to feel, if that's how you spend your time, it's going to destroy you. The fact is, none of those things happened. They didn't. Whatever reality you're in is what has happened. You cannot change the past. You do not know the future. The place that you're in right now in your life does not have to be the place you are in for the rest of your life. You need to heal from the past. 
You need to be hopeful towards the future. And you have to do what God has for you to do today. Matthew 6, starting at verse 32, 25 through 34, if you've heard a sermon about worrying about things, you've heard this passage before. Verses 25 through 31 talk about needing clothes and food and not worrying about these things. We're going to pick up at verse 32, which says, For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This verse does not mean to not consider the consequences of your actions. It means deal with the issues in front of you. Maybe you're worried the next time that you see your child. Maybe you're worried that the quality of time that you have with your child isn't good enough. Maybe you're worried that you'll never get better. Maybe you're worried about how am I ever going to explain what happened to my child. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Do what you need to do today to make things better for yourself and for your child. Things are going to happen. They're going to go sideways sometimes. And if you're stuck regretting the past or you're stuck focusing on your plan for the future, you're not going to be able to handle it properly. Deal with today. And when you have that time with your child, that's today. We all worry about what's our child going to be like when they grow up. Will they understand? Will they be well-adjusted? Could this have gone better? We won't know. We follow God's direction for today. We do what God wants us to do today. We have to deal with the day's issues. So whether today you wake up and your child is home with you, or today you wake up and you're not going to get to see your child for another week. Today is the day to do what God has told you to do. Don't waste your time. And spending time playing with your kids is not wasting your time. Sapping what you're doing to spend time with them is one of the best uses of time that you can ever do. Don't let yourself get too busy that you miss the time with your kids. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We thank you that you give us time. Time with you. Time to heal. Time with our kids. We know that our time here is not long. Help us to make the best use of it. Whether that means finding somebody we can talk to so that we can heal from our issues, finding a new hobby where we meet some people who are supportive and there for us, or if that means stopping and playing checkers with our kids. Help us to recognize what you want us to do with our time. Help us to have the strength to follow your direction and not our feelings of 
busyness and obligation. Let us focus all of our time on you. And that way our time is always the best time. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You can find me on Twitter at SPPreacherPod. You can email me at thesingleparentpreacher at gmail.com. Thank you, if there was ever an episode to say this, for your time. It is a precious resource. And I am so grateful that you spend some of it listening to me. Until next time, remember that you can never earn more time You can only do the best that you can with the time that you're given. Let God direct your time.